Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA and Kane Miller. And joining me today is Joel Rojas. Our guest today competes in the UFC's bantamweight division, and on September 17th, he will face Jose Quinones at UFC Fight Night 94. Please help me welcome Joey Gomez. Joey, thank you for being here. Absolutely, man. Always a pleasure. Now, uh, the last time you competed, it was on very short notice back at UFC Fight Night 81 against Rob Font. Uh, how much of a difference has it been having more time to prepare for this matchup? Well, yeah, it's obviously it's been it's made all the difference. You know, uh, anytime you're competing at the highest level of whatever sport it is, whether it's ping pong, foosball, or fighting, man, like you need time to to really bring your A game and you know to prepare. And what's been great is like. You know, I moved back to uh, Southern California, which is where I'm from, and I'm training with my old gym, Team Quest, which is, uh, you know, obviously Dan Henderson doesn't need any introduction, but it's his gym. And uh, I just feel like I've gotten, you know, back to my roots, and and uh, I've really started to learn again, which has been huge for me. And I also am excited that I'm just training full-time, you know what I mean? So I don't have a job. I'm not bouncing back and forth between work and waking up at 4 in the morning to get workouts in. I just wake up, I train, I go home, I rest, and I go train again. And uh, I've been getting ready for Jose for about eight weeks now, so it's been it's going to make all the difference. You know, you've been talking about having to train full-time now. You you know, it's obviously going to be a big shift. So how has your training camp been going overall? Has it been a pretty smooth camp for you? It's been easy peasy, man, you know what I mean? I train about, you know, three times a day. Uh, five days a week, and then, uh, you know, I train once on Saturday. So I've been training a lot. I've been training so much that I'm actually a lot lighter than I normally am, you know, this far out. Normally at 15 days, uh, 15 days out from a fight, I'm about 152, 153. Or, like, I'm all the way down to one. Like, after training, I'm, I'm walking out at 145. So everything has just been working so great. Okay, yeah. And, you know, like we said, you're scheduled to take on Jose Quinones at UFC Fight Night 94. Can we get your thoughts on this matchup? How well do you feel you stack up against your opponent? I think Jose Quinones is tough. You know what I mean? He's a tough guy, but he's just not hes not there yet. You know what I mean? MMA isn't as developed uh, in Mexico as it is in the United States. That's just facts. You know what I mean? He didn't grow up wrestling in high school like I did. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a talented striker. It's no, it's no secret. My record speaks for itself. And uh, you know, I, I, he has jujitsu tattooed across his chest. So I hope he's you know a wizard on the ground. But when I watch him, he uh, a tough, you know, scrappy Mexican brawler. You know, with 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 a solid BJJ base. But I mean, I, I'm not scared anywhere he, he's going to take the fight. Anywhere he takes the fight, I'll be prepared. 
that that's one thing that you are. I can definitely say that you're 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 well rounded anywhere you go. And when you're working with a team such as Team Quest, you know, at one of the best, if not you know, the best that you can possibly be at to be to to be at your A game. You know, every you, you learn so much, and look at Henderson, you're learning from a legend. You know, and on top of that, you're working with people that are supporting you, and and want you to better yourself. And um, I see you, I see Dako's head right off, just by you having that picture on that mirror. I don't know if that's your bathroom or not. You have that picture posted up. That just shows how focused you are in this fight. That that you're focused just on him and him only, and. No, I mean I don't think you're looking past him, but I know that you're looking forward to what comes up after, what's going to come after all that. Absolutely, man. I am looking forward to. Doors are going to open, you know what I mean. Doors have already opened with me being in the big show, and I'm just, I'm just enjoying every minute of the ride, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know, you said that you've, you know, you've watched tape on Canonias. You feel like you're fairly familiar with him. You know, he spent some some time on Tough Lot in America, but were you familiar with him before you two were paired up? Actually, yeah, I did an interview uh, probably back in June, and uh, one of the guys was like, so who do you want to fight in the UFC? And I was like, you know what, to be honest with you, bro, like, I don't even know who's in my division, like, other than the top 15 guys, you know? Everybody knows who they are. But uh, so after that interview, I sat down on uh, the UFC website, and I went through the 135 roster, and I compiled a list of all the guys that I thought would be good matchups for me. And uh, he was on the list, you know. And I had I'd gotten down to his name, and I watched his fights, and I was like, I uh, submitted uh, three or four names to my manager of people that I wanted to fight for my next fight. And uh, he was on the list. And, uh, you know, and Sean Shelby was gracious enough to, you know, to make that happen, you know, being that I took that fight on short notice against Font, you know, uh, on 18 days notice in Boston, because that was no easy feat in itself. I, I, I had to cut, it was like 22 or 23 pounds in 18 days, which was, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so now that you've kind of even, you've done uh, a little bit more looking into with your division, so now do you keep a pretty close eye on your weight class and do you kind of, hey, one of those guys kind of like constantly monitors like all the matchups being made and kind of, uh, pinpoint where you're going to go next based on all of the rankings? Absolutely. I uh, Anytime there's a UFC fight on Fight Pass or anywhere and there's a 35er on it, I'm I'm always watching it. You know what I mean? Even if I just watch that 135er matchup, you know, uh, I am a fan of MMA still, but, I, it's, but this is my job now. It's a business. So I'm not sitting back and enjoying the fights. I'm sitting back and I'm looking at how I'm going to beat this person if I have to fight them. Okay, yeah. And, you know, your biggest strength would have to be your boxing. You have very fast hands, which have helped you pick up some quick knockout wins in your career. Uh, Without giving away too much about your game plan, do you plan on mainly showcasing your stand-up in this fight? I want to get in there and I'm just going to, you know, feel this guy out, you know, the first couple seconds of the round. And... Wherever the fight takes place, I'll be able to beat him at. Whether it goes to the ground, whether he wants to, you know, fight in the clinch, or if he wants to try to stand and bang, you know, we can do that too. It really makes no difference to me. I'm I'm a complete mixed martial artist, you know what I mean? And I'm only getting better. You know, I'm only, I'm 30 years old. I'm in my prime. You know, I'm about to enter my prime. I'm never going to be any stronger, faster, or more powerful than I am right now. So, 
you know, I'm obviously I'm looking to take this kid's head off, but if he gives me his neck, I'll choke him out. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, my conditioning is at the point where I could go eight five minute rounds if I have to. So I'm not I'm not concerned. I'm just ready to get in there and get paid. You know, I'm ready to sign my name three times instead of one. Might be looking a bit ahead of the of the fight with Deco. Um, is there anyone that you have your eye on that you think you'd match up very well against? At this point, I'm not gonna. I'm my. I'm not allowed to call people out via my manager. He he has a plan. Something special that's gonna happen after the fight. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I'd like to break into the top ten. You know, before the middle of next year. You know what I mean? I I want to stay busy. I want to have you know at least one more fight before 2016 is over. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, maybe hopefully renegotiate with the UFC and really start, you know, breaking into, like, you know, the top the top 15, the top 10 of the world. You ever had any fighters that were offered to you and they just said, you know what, I don't want to fight this guy, you know, I'd rather fight such and such. So we've had fighters that have gotten, you know, fights and they just, other fighters have said, no, we don't want to fight them, you know, and then, okay, well, here's a list. Out of these, who do you want to fight? Has that ever happened to you? I've always accepted the fights that I was given. I would give, I've been given, like even on the right. No, no, team. I know you would, but other people backing out and say, "I'm not, I'm not fighting that guy." You know, I'm not oh, going yeah. there. I've had people pull out of fights before with me or not accept the fight. You know, for various reasons. Some of them were scheduling conflicts. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't take the work off. You know, when I was uh, back in the regional scene. Uh, right. But as far as in the UFC, I haven't had that problem. You know what I mean? And I've only fought twice for them. You know, and I, I stepped up for Rob, and then, you know, Shelly made this match happen with Fiona, so, you know, but, like, all the time. I had a – I did I, I participated in the East Coast Fighting Championship uh, in Massachusetts, and in a two-week time span, I had eight different opponents. Like, guys wow. would set the fight, you know, watch the tape, and then they pull out. Like, it, it was ridiculous. It got to the point where – I had to tell Brian Gillespie, I was like, listen, I don't give a shit who I fight. Just get me a fight. And he's like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. And then uh, they had to go all the way to Tennessee to fly a guy in and uh, and to fight me. You know, and the guy's name was Jeremy Penner, super nice guy. Probably one of the nicest guys that I fought. But, I mean, business is business. Exactly. And and it's always good to enjoy that success along with your, your wife and your children. You know, it's... As a father of two girls and being married for six years together with my wife going out 14, I, I know what a good support system is, and I know that that must be an unimaginable, indescribable feeling that you have with her right beside you enjoying your ride right with you. Absolutely. My wife's actually here. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, are you? Good. It's, it's, she could probably sh- shed some more insight on that aspect of, of the game, but, like, I tell her all the time, you know, like, if we have any kind of, like, little riff or argument, I, mm-hmm. like, before practice, I have to talk, like, listen, I need things to be right between me and you because right. if I, if, if everything's not good on the home front, then there's no way I can go in the gym and perform because I'm just thinking about, like, you know, how we left things not on good terms, you know, and, and like, like I said earlier in the conversation before we started, like, being a professional fighter is probably the most, the most selfish thing you can do because I've, I've missed, I've shown up late to birthday parties. I've shown up late for holidays. I've missed out on holidays, you know, family functions because I'm cutting weight, you know, and be all, you know, in 
all working towards this this moment. You know, what I mean, this defining moment, mm-hmm. fighting in the UFC. You know, so right. so it's it's crazy, man. Well, what's your name, ma'am? Caroline. How, it's it's a great it's actually great that you're on because they get a different perspective. It's not every day that you get to interview a fighter and his significant other, and you know, getting their point of view of what, getting ready for fight week and fight fight night. Like, how 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 is that for you as as a wife and seeing him mentally focused and just you know ready for game time? Yeah, I mean, it's been about ten years uh, since mm-hmm. we've started this fight journey, so. We kind of have a routine down as far as um, the emotional and home life goes. You know, when he's cutting weight, we kind of know what pushes each other's buttons and what not to do and how to work around each other with that. Um, right. And we kind of have, like, you know, a pretty good relationship as far as that goes. Luckily, I don't require a lot of attention. <laughs> my kids, uh, they take a lot of my time. So I, I just kind of focus on that and help him with, whatever I can. Um, but as far as the nerves go, I uh, I get a little bit too into it. You know, I just, I really, I know he can do so much, and I know he's capable of being one of the best. So mm-hmm. um, I just I just cheer him on pretty hardcore when it comes to the fight. <laughs> I'm the one, I'm the crazy girl in the stand. No, that's and that's great. And the only other person, only other fighter I can think of that comes close to that is Sam Alvey, who has his wife, even as she was mm-hmm. pregnant, right in his corner, you know. And yeah. it just shows so the the bond, you know, like it it, it yeah, I mean, you know with good. athletes they travel a lot, and I'm sure there's been athletes that have had their their shares of infidelities and whatnot. And this is something that shows how strong a couple really is. That you know you believe in his dream and you're there right with him and. No, win or lose, draw, you're always going to be there at the end of the day. And, and that must be the – I tend to – I mean, I don't, I'm not a fighter, but I think that to me would be the best feeling even aside from winning, just to know that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely worth it um, just to see them um, succeed and achieve what they work like countless, countless hours on is, is the best. It's basically the same feeling – I'm sure their feelings are a lot more emphasized, but you kind of feel the same as they do. It's like all worth it in the end. All the hard work, the late nights, the early mornings, the missing out on everything, the dieting, it's all worth it once they step in there and they set out to do what they've worked so hard for. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, so do you think that – so just like in typical day-to-day life, is there anything uh, too different about uh, being married to someone who's a professional fighter? Do you think that uh, that it influences uh, the way other people perceive, uh, perceive you in a certain way as parents or anything like that? Is there any kind of like any possible like stereotyping or like negative aspects that might get thrown out there as well from other people? Um, it's not so much negative, uh, just because of the world we live in today, anyone can do anything. I kind of, I kind of think it's normal if you're, you have an out of the, out of the box job. Um, but I do get a lot of, especially women who are like, oh my gosh, how can you stand that he's a fighter and what's it like? And it's just so foreign to them. But for me, you know, when I, when I met Joey, the first thing he said to me, he said, listen, fighting is my life. So it's, you want to be with me, then you have to be okay with all that comes with that. And I was like, all right, let's go on this ride. And we haven't looked back since. 
Okay, yeah. So it's like so like right off the bat you knew immediately what you were what you were getting into, you let you know right away what was going on. Yeah, we've always been super upfront with that. So there's never been any questions, um, you know, motives or, you know, playing games, anything like that. We just kinda support each other and, and go on. And that's not to say we haven't had our hard times, but it's it's been a learning experience and we've grown and learned how to make the fight life work. Do you ever get nervous seeing him in in the in the cage and and like getting hurt or anything like that? Does that worry you? Because I have my oh, wife right with me as well, and that was something that she was curious to know. Like you know, what like what do you what goes through your mind when you see your husband you know getting getting hit in the cage or half a bit if he gets injured? You know how how do you handle that? Well, luckily I haven't seen him get too injured or too hurt because he's that good. But... Exactly. <laughs> But um, this last fight with Sean, um, it was definitely uh, hard for me to watch. One, um, we had just had our son. Um, he was only not even two months old. And uh, I brought him with me to the fight. And it was in Boston. And I was with my mother-in-law, Joey's mom. And she, the light and all the, the arena, it just overtook her. So she took the baby. And I was super calm up until he, he landed a punch on Joey and Joey staggered and I said whoa like I've never seen my husband rock like that it was it was real and it was um it was humbling because he's in the the big leagues now he's in the place where he's supposed to be and now I just feel like there's he had one fight where it's like all right this is how it is and there's no turning back now he's only going to get to the top from here on out because now he knows what he's dealing with Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I see big things for Joey. I mean, I've been following Joey's career for quite some time, and he's got some serious power. And a, a, a lot of things, uh, one thing that people misinterpret is, oh, he's just a stand-up fighter. No, it, Joey has a lot of a great skill set, and we just haven't been able to see it because he's just been that damn good and knocking dudes out. <laughs> but, right. you know, it, it, it's all going to come together. And I believe after... In my heart, I believe after this knockout, no, no later than the second round, when he knocks on um, Deco, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the, the sky's the limit. Is gonna be for Joey, man. It's just gonna be nothing but great, great fights. I think he can. I think he could beat the best. I think he's always been capable of that. He's mm-hmm. people don't understand that he's a different kind of animal. Like there's, there's only a select few people that are able to go in there and turn it off and know, like it's. Is to kill or be killed, like, and that's just always how he's been, and he's right. good at it. Right. If your kids one day said, "Mom, Dad, I want to follow in Dad's footsteps," so is that something that you would would you would let them pursue? Oh yeah, of course. Oh. They can do whatever they want to do, and if they want to follow their dad, then more power to them. I tell them oh. buckle up. Uh, I have my my ten year old is into boxing and she watches uh, MMA with me and you'd be surprised that this kid knows all the moves or all, all the the transitions and I'm looking at her like you are your father's child <laughs> like <laughs> you, it's incredible and and it's just amazing how you know the, the young generation they don't see it as violence they see it as a sport as an art and that and I love that yeah that's that's a huge part of it is there's a lot of misconception about like oh, it's so violent, or, you know, why are they just hitting each other in there, and how can you handle that sort of violence? I'm like, it's so technical at this point. I, it's it's so calculated, and it's, 
mm-hmm. it's an art form, you know, like I, I'm an artist. And so I, I understand that there's different ways that people do it. It's just your craft, you know. Right. Now, this question is for you, Joey. Uh, is there any rituals that that you do before a fight or after a fight? Normally I pack a 40-ounce beer in my gym bag. That way, win, lose, or draw, I can just have my beer that I've been deprived of for eight weeks in the back no matter what happens. That, that's what's up. It, it, it ain't no OE40, right? <laughs> No OE40, right? Yeah. Normally it's a Bud Light. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know, other than that, uh, not really, man. It's mainly just a routine, you know. Like, the day of the fight, I try to I try to stay up super late the, uh, the day of weigh-in, you know. So, like, we'll weigh-in and uh, we'll go see a movie. And the movie will get out around midnight. And then I'll sleep. I'll wake up around, like, 9 or 10. And uh, this is when weigh-ins were at 4. But weigh-ins are different now, so uh, but we wake up, we'll have a morning workout, have a morning workout, and uh, just to blow the lungs out. And that morning workout really helps with like getting rid of the jitters, like the fight day jitters. Like you wake mm-hmm. up and it's just like I don't want to talk to anybody, I don't want to be around people. I've got my headphones in, and that's just that's just the way it is. Like the right. only person I want to really be around is my wife. You know what I mean? And that, which is hard because I've got three other coaches that are there with me. And it's just like, just leave me alone. Like, just let, me, let me just land out with my wife. So, anyways, getting back on track. So, I'll wake up. I'll have a morning workout. Go, and I'll eat a ton of food, you know. And I'll slowly taper down on the food until, like, three or four hours before the fight. Then I won't eat anything too heavy. So, I'm not lethargic when I get in there. Right. We'll get to the arena. I'll blow my lungs out, again, really hard. Probably do, like, a good hard five-minute round. And then I'll sit down, and I'll stretch. Like, I just stay. I keep wrapped up in, like, my my awesome UFC Reebok fight kit <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I just stay warm and I stretch and then they, you know, they come up like, hey, you know, you're the next fight or, you know, you're two fights ahead or three fights out. So normally around the, the third or, or second fight, we hit pads again, we get a good little sweat going and then we walk out and it's nerve wracking, but as soon as some music comes on, I just, I get this surge of like, adrenaline slash just the chills and it's like all right you know you talked all that shit to all these people talking about how good you are and it's time for you to go out there and to perform you know and i always get down on one knee i say put a little prayer and i walk through that door and then they close the door behind me and it's just like like you know this is it man either you can sit here and you can get beat up for 15 minutes or you can go out there and make a dog fight and just try to rip this dude's face off you know exactly now uh, how do you see this fight panning out with you? And what what do you? I mean, obviously we're all seeing, we're all predicting a knockout. But how do you? What do you see the fight outcome is like? I see it. I see it being an entertaining, scrappy fight, man. It's going to be exciting. You know, he comes to fight, and so do I. Uh, however, I don't think he's ever been hit as hard as I'm going to hit him. Like, no, he's I, never I, been. You can tell he's never been yeah. hit that hard at all. And I, I think. I, Moment you hit him, he's he's gonna get rocked, and the second time he's going to sleep. Yeah, man. Like I just, I I don't ever you know try to sound arrogant or cocky or whatever, but like right. I just I hit so hard for my weight class. You know the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? And uh, I think when I hit him once, I immediately think he's gonna shoot. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna go through that body lock that he likes so much. You know what I mean? He's gonna try to transition to the back. And, uh, you know, I'm going to defend that body lock. We're going to play in the clinch, and I'm going to elbow his face to death. I'm going to dice his face up. Okay, now, 
this is a different perspective. It's more of a mental perspective that I want to see if I can understand from your from your perspective. You're you're coming home. You're coming into the hotel room with your wife and your kids to the after the fight. Just finished winning the fight. You take your wonderful, beautiful Reebok kid off, or whatever the case may be, and you look <laughs> in the mirror. What do you say to yourself in the mirror after having a great performance? I can't wait to eat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just want to eat. Uh, don't feel like, I mean, every time after you win, it's like, all right, let's do it again. That's probably what I'll say. I'm ready to do it again. Let's let's get back in there. You know what I mean? But there's so much, so much that goes into it, man. You know what I mean? I know I'm going to want to fight again as soon as I win. I'm just going to enjoy the, the, the roller coaster emotions that comes with it. You know what I mean? The, the highs, the lows, the, you know, the, the weight of the, the cutting of the weight, the, you know, the, the rehydrating process and, you know, going after competing. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, most definitely. And you got the support of your country. Boliv- you're Bolivian, correct? Correct, yes. And Bolivia is behind, and you got Bolivia on you. I mean, I'm Puerto Rican, so us Puerto Ricans are, are, are behind you 100%. On the, all, you know, everywhere all behind you. All Latinos are behind you just as much as every other um, fan out there, and we're expecting great things from you, man. My family included. We're 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 big fans. We we're glued on that TV. If it doesn't matter if it's a small regional show, we watch we watch it because you never know who who's who's that next person. That could be the next Anderson Silva you're watching. You don't know that, and it's just, it's just a great great thing to see you guys put everything to fruition and. Putting your blood, sweat, and tears on that, on the, in that cage, and just putting on a great show. So, on behalf of myself and all fans, I want to thank you for that. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. You guys are why we do what we do. And you know, this card that you're featured on is absolutely stacked. I mean, just fantastic matchups from top to bottom, with an especially good main event between Dustin Poirier and Michael Johnson. Can we get your thoughts on that fight? Who do you see winning that that matchup? Uh, I'm a Huge Dustin Poirier fan ever since you know Fightville on when it aired on Showtime. So I've been rooting for that guy since since he was on the up and up. Uh, Michael Johnson is scrappy, athletic dude. You know, training there out of Black Millions. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great fight. You know, I think uh I think it's they're both so well rounded too. Uh, I'm I think Johnson probably has a better wrestling, but they're both two two super talented strikers. You know, and I know Dustin. There's that Darce choke you know, that he gets everybody in, so it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good fight. I think I think it's going to be an all slugfest. If not, I think uh, I think Michael Johnson will take him down and ground him upon the mount. I, I don't know which way it's going to go. I'm interested to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, and you know when you're not training, uh, what else are you doing in your free time? You know, obviously you're a family man, so you're very busy. But do you have any hobbies or anything like that to keep yourself occupied? Uh, now that I moved back to the West Coast, I, I enjoy surfing a lot. I'll go to the beach and, you know, early in the morning I'll I'll surf for, you know, a couple hours. That's probably really my only main hobby other than, you know, hustling, man. It's I've been I've been grinding. It's not easy when you're first starting out, even in the EOC, you know, you still gotta put food on that table and, and make money. So, uh when I'm not training or I'm not fighting, I'm normally doing side mechanic work because I was a diesel mechanic for so many years. So I'll do that and uh, just try to make a little bit of loot, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I guess we'll start to uh, wrap things up here before too long. But um, a couple of last questions here. Can we get just your final prediction for your fight at the end of the day? 
how do you see yourself getting your hand raised? First round knockout for sure. First round knockout? Okay, yeah. And at Caroline, do you agree with that? Do you think it's also going to be a first round knockout for Joey? I mean, that's the only thing I know, so I 100% agree. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, real quick, what's the toughest food to stay away from weight cut? Candy. <laughs> I've definitely got a sweet tooth. That and probably hamburgers, bro. I love In-N-Out burgers so much. I just I can't help myself when it comes to In-N-Out. And what what what's the the your favorite dish that the wife makes? Man, that's a tough one. Nobody's ever asked me that question before. My wife makes a mean spaghetti, dude, that I I like better than my mom. So don't tell her. She's probably gonna hear this. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. But uh, <laughs> Caroline's or uh, spaghetti is pretty dope. She also makes this. Uh, oh, dude, my wife makes uh, like tacos or burritos. Man, I'll have like four. Be in a food coma and not move for like three days. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, that's, man. That's You're goal. really good too, man. You're really down to earth. I appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I guess lastly here, you know, Joey, if you have any shout outs or thank yous uh, that you'd like to throw out there, we would of course like to give you that chance now. Absolutely. I would like to thank my wife and my family for being there and supporting me. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Combat Sports Agency, my manager, Tim O'Connor. He's the best. I love you, dude. Uh, home court, who's been helping me out, uh, financing this fight camp, MMA Grills for the dope new mouthpiece that I just got, everybody over at Team Quest, and, you know, obviously Hendo, you know, for taking the time and, and helping me get ready for this fight, and uh, Freedom Phones, who has, I've really been, has really been promoting and pushing me all over social media, you know, Mike Parsons, he's great, man. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, which I hope you do, you can follow me on Instagram at Gomez the First, and you can also find me on Twitter at Gomez the First Thirty Five. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, Joey, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, Caroline, thank you as well. It was really great getting the perspectives from both of you. Uh, Joey, we definitely will be tuning into your fight. We know it's just going to be an amazing scrap, like always. And yeah, best of luck to you on September seventeenth. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on the show. You know what I mean. Keep in touch, and let's do it again. And that was Joey Gomez, who competes at UFC Fight Night 94 on September 17th. Guys, thank you as always for tuning in. I want to thank Joel Rojas for setting up this interview and helping me co-host. Joel, where can people find you at? Um, on Twitter, underscore JR double underscore at Facebook, at Joel Rojas. I want to give a shout-out to my wife, Amy, my daughters, Ayana and Sanaya, and my two annoying furry animals, Snuggles and Chivato, because without them, I'd have numerous, numerous great nights of sleep. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, and as always, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Funky Monkey MMA. You can follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller, and keep up with the site for the latest interviews, event photos, and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to FunkyMonkeyMMA at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.